When I roll with the tribe, you can find us riding the beat. Rise in the east like sun, no fun. Last year kind of felt like climbing a tree. The higher it seems, more cuts on my knees. Look down, turn my friends and enemies on the ground. Pride got me feeling like a leaf falling down. Can it pee catching me for a meat in the ground? Can it pee catching me for a meat in the ground? Look down to my friends and enemies on the uh, pride got me feeling like a leaf on the nail. Can it be catch a leaf in the You are listening to Testimony, a musician story featuring No Big Deal. Now I plant seeds for Jehovah. Now all my trees started growing. I guess my power is solar. Do what he want like controller. Uh, Camry, Corolla, Tacoma. We go in places, Toyota. I had it backwards like Yoda. Now we my passion forever. Down to the Adams, Iota. Wanna roll with the tribe, you can find us riding the beat. Rise in the east like sun, no fun. Last year kind of felt like climbing a tree. The higher it seems, more cuts on my knees. Look down, turn my friends and enemies on the ground. Pride got me feeling like a leaf falling down. Can it pee catching me for a meet in the uh, treetops? Treetops. Last year went on tour with T Dot. He makes Civic look like Fiat. I want him to think that me hot. I show him a track and he not. I think we are on, but we not. Oh, side, waiting on this on my life. I was fake fly Pidgeot. Uh, What's the big deal about No Big Deal? Well, Rapzilla named him one of the freshman 15 of 2016. Wado Radio named his debut Smoke Signals one of the top 10 projects of 2015. His latest release, Canopy, reached top 10 on iTunes rap hip-hop albums. And he has Christian hip-hop vets like Derek Minor, Belief, and Lecrae posting about him on social media. But... Before we get to know No Big Deal, the artist, let's meet Dylan Phillips, okay, the person. Stealing all white athletic works in a bucket of the chicken from the Walmart. Like I thrive off a stereotype, both eyes wide looking for the paw block. From the place that my dad slaves at, stash razor blades underneath the wave cap. Just a bunch of bad boys, we were listening to Diddy, only right that we take that. Never screaming with a cake, yeah. Cake, 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 cake. Hate anyone in the way, leave you laying where you stay at. Fake, 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 wake. Got the burner on my hip, if anybody wanna trip, I'ma, I'ma put him in his place. You can see it on my face, what I got on my waist, that'll leave you in the waste. So you better put your hands in the sky right now. Hands in the sky right now. You ain't trying to die right now. Dylan was born on November 23, 1991, in Hayward, California. He grew up in a two-parent Christian household and has one younger brother. The family moved often because his dad works for Walmart Logistics. The family landed in Bell Buckle, Tennessee, where they could finally plant some church roots. Uh, yeah, I was I was definitely like just a cultural Christian. I mean, I was, I felt like I was all in even when I was younger, but I never really had, I don't think I had a proper view or nobody really taught me properly who, like who God was fully. And I mean, a lot of it was just my, I was blind at the time. Like, I, you know, God hadn't revealed himself to me. He hadn't opened my eyes and opened my ears, but there wasn't like any type of, animosity towards God. I always had good thoughts about God, and I basically just grew up in a Christian context, but didn't have a personal relationship with Christ at that age. I guess it was most evident in what I treasured the most and like what I what I thought life was about, as evident by my actions and stuff. And it was just more about like relationships, like first friend relationships, and then um, like romantic relationships the world like and all that it had to offer was wonderful to me not in like 
I was running around like drugs and sex and alcohol. Just I just thought there was so much to achieve and do in the world. And I, I was just focused on like what people thought of me and having good, solid relationships and like pouring myself into a little bit like as I got older, pouring myself into like romantic relationships and whatever artistic endeavor I was doing, like that was kind of like my treasure, if that makes any sense. And since I was raised in a Christian context, a way to, to impress people and to strengthen those relationships and to feel good about myself and the world was to um, embrace Christian morality, you know? So I wanted to be a good kid, basically. I wanted that label because my family liked good kids and like the church liked good kids and the girls that I were interested like you know good Christian guys Got a lot of soda, probably Coca-Cola I saw you playing Clash of Clans on that Motorola Who you kidding, boy, I know that you a poser Game driving me insane and you the chauffeur Got little homies in the trap and boy, they wish they could get out Only thing they talk about is putting food in daughter's mouth So all them guns and rings and things you sing about, bring them out Oh, you thought that your 16s would hide the fact that you ain't bad it Died to live, we been about it Serve, we've been about it. Indie tribe, we've been about it. All you rap about is violence. I would rather hear some silence. I've been strapping up with knowledge. Got a 16 like 316. That's death and life and love and rising up from serving lifeless fiends. And no more fighting thugs who buying drugs. We serving Christ the King because he siphoned blood for dying. Bloods was dirty, now made clean. And then he piled up his brightest stuff right on a wretch like me. And these the darkest days, so lighten up. Okay, you bragging about your gas. I know that he saved me in an instant. I know that my heart changed, like, like he changed my heart. Like I was born again at a specific time. But I think the way that he revealed himself was over a longer period of time than a lot of people. For example, when I was 18 was like the first time that I realized, okay, like, God is very serious about like his holiness and treasuring him the most and believing in him because uh, I went to a youth camp and the pastor was preaching in James. James says, you believe there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and they shudder. And so I had just been basically told through these various churches and just regular American Christianity that you just, you know, you just believe in Jesus and that's it. And to an extent, that is it, but it's all kind of like what belief means to you. And at that time, it just meant uh, like an intellectual ascent, like just like, yes, God is real. He exists. Um, so I'm good. But in James, he's saying like the demons believe that and they 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 don't doubt either. Like even Christians, like born and green Christians, like we doubt. They don't doubt, like, every time Jesus comes on the scene, when they see him, like, they're not even flexing or anything. Like, they're terrified. Like, if they're possessing somebody, then, like, the person falls on the ground and they're like, you know, we know that you're the son of God. Have you come to, like, do away with us before the appointed time? Like, 
So they're affirming that he is the son of God. And they're affirming that like what he has said about what's going to happen to them is true. Like that's a, so that, that was scary to me. Cause I'm like, dang, like they know who he is. They're also afraid of him. And they believe that what he said is going to happen is true. So then what's the difference between me and the demon, you know? So that was like, that was a big moment for me. That was the first time that I made a serious profession of faith. And I talked to the pastor about it. And, you know, I prayed, I asked for forgiveness and asked for Jesus to come into my heart that night. But I still, I just, I think I was missing it because after that, what I did was I just combined that experience with kind of like the morality that I had for the former parts of my life. And I just, I was like, okay, I had that moment. Now I got to be really, really good so that I can be accepted, you know, which is just, that's not the gospel at all. Then I I tried to be really good. I, I tried to stop hanging out with friends that I had decided were bad influences and, and like to not be physical with my girlfriend or anything like that. I tried really hard and it worked for like three months. And then I just like got back into a cycle of sin. And the thing that was missing, like in all these different stages was the treasuring Christ. And like, and you can't really, I mean, that's the key. Like if you, you have to believe that Christ came to the die to make us righteous and it works and it's there for us. Everything else comes out of that. Like it comes out of like the realization that God came and died so that I would be accepted by the father. And now he calls me a son and Christ calls me a brother. That's going to stir up the love in you that creates, you know, obedience and all the outward stuff. Like it will happen. Like if you actually grasp that, then love absolutely will come. And then obedience absolutely will come. It's not like you try obedience and love and then that will that will make it that he calls you a son. And so I just kind of had it like backwards. I was trying to make him call me a son instead of being amazed that he has called me a son. Young Dylan was an extrovert from all the moving he did as a kid. He was heavily involved in local theater and even had an agent. But Bad Boy Records and Onyx inspired him to start rapping. He even had a phase where he simultaneously rapped and played banjo. I'm sure his future fans are as grateful that that was short-lived as he is. He then developed a love for music production and studied it at Middle Tennessee State University before switching majors to music business. They say one door closes, another one opens. Which one lead to where the hope is? I might choose the wrong one. I might choose the wrong one. This life left me bleeding, and I'm free to leave it. I might choose the wrong one. I might choose the wrong one. No matter where it lands, take that body by the hand, heaven in the closet. 
so I mean from from 10 all the way through college like I was consistently writing music writing lyrics in some form or another but I had just decided that like rapping was just going to be basically a hobby unless something like just randomly popped off and so that's how I like hooked up with um Derek Minor and RMG uh he came to speak at MTSU to the Christian Music Society. I had started managing this other artist on campus. And so we both went to that. And I wanted to like show my artist music to Derek. So I went up and talked to him afterwards. And he was like very approachable or whatever. And he like listened to our stuff and everything. And then he invited us over to his studio um, just to like talk and stuff. And so obviously we thought we were on like, we were like, oh yeah, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna sign us. But he was more, um, trying to take us under his wing like I think he saw a lot of how he was in school in us and so he wanted like to provide us with a place to be creative but also have like discipleship and accountability and just like older wiser brothers to be around and I think that had been done for him and so he was just like passing it on and that was like key in everything like that was a key part of God revealing himself to me through Christians with a very different perspective than where I grew up and also in my growth as like a musician. So we, uh, we would just like do music in his studio and he didn't like listen to it after that. Cause we were just like actual friends after that. And he just like let us use it when we weren't in there. And then eventually like later he heard something that I had been working on and was like he didn't realize in his words he he didn't realize that like I was actually good <laughs> he was kind of the push that I needed to actually take it seriously uh, everything you've made's got that beauty got in that it beauty washed in, in it. the blood of Christ that's that new hygienics you have given all of nature's beauty to proclaim your glory you have risen like an escalator that's a different story the rocks will cry out if the people don't Mama boulders and they pebbles screaming Jesus rose Think about the stone that rolled away We call that rock and roll He saw the rock of ages leave the grave Now that's a rolling stone In the music business program at MTSU Your junior and senior year you have to have an internship So I interned with RMG So I became their first intern And then they liked my work So I, uh, they hired me on as their media manager and internet radio liaison, and then Derek hired me as his road manager. But during all that time, I was still, like, recording stuff. So I was his road manager for, like, Winter Jam 2013 and, like, some of the bigger stuff that he was on. And he just so happened to come by the studio one day while I was his road manager, while me and my friend were recording, like, we had decided we were going to do, like, one like serious song and put it out and just see what people thought about it. So it was like the most serious track we had done. And he came through the studio and he heard it and he was like, who is this? And I was like, this is me. And he was like, what? This is crazy. So, so yeah. So he like tweeted out that link and that kind of like jump started people wanting to listen to it, but nothing happened right there other than him just kind of co-signing it and tweeting it out. But it made me like take it more serious. So one day we were in the studio and he was like, do you like what do you want to do with your life like do you want to be a road manager for your whole life and i was i'm like a even though i'm artistic i'm 
I'm also very, uh, like careful because of my dad. Like I want a, a occupation that I know is going to work. And so I was like, well, I mean, in a perfect world, I would be an artist, but I understand music business and I know that there's a much bigger chance of that working. And he was like, yeah, you're fired. <laughs> I was like, what? And he was like, because I know you won't like actually pursue music if you have a safety net. And I think that you should really pursue it. Exercising this beauty, watching my God flex. My mind stretches, considering this insanity. Mr. Universe has invited you to the pageantry, so tell me, have you given all the props to the God who crafted every planet and even your plasma? I ain't think so. Remember the blink slow, keep it wide eyed. Do you copy that King Ghost? Nah, 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 nah. It's Jones, not Journey with me, his own eye. People probably think I'm slow, Kevin Malone. Nah, that's cause I concede in God, Jesus alone. Out of his edict, he owns. Ever re-breathing, believing, not believing Deceased and beyond seeing pieces of bones Ever even composed, decomposed, or even a future host True deal, got me preaching bold on a feature though Cause you been made with the same beauty So they each his own, huh? Want to support Testimony and Musician Story? Here's how. We created a Patreon account that allows you to financially support us while receiving perks. One perk is our exclusive cuts. I have one to two hour long conversations with artists and cut it down to 15 minutes. So there is a lot of great content that I simply cannot fit into one episode. Our Patreon supporters will get those exclusives, plus conversations with myself and partner and engineer, Gary. Visit testimonystories.com to find the Patreon link and support our ministry. What's up, y'all? This is No Big Deal, and you're listening to Testimony, a Musician Story. If you still believe in love, put your hands up high. Hands up high. Hands up high. If you still believe in love, put your hands up high. Hands up high. Hands up high. Now grab my hand and take it. And we gon' make it. And we gon' make it. And we gon' make it, grab my hand and take it. No big deal took Derek Miner's advice and pursued a career as an artist. And we gon' make it, grab my hand and take it. Cause somebody lend a little patience. We just wanna be in good graces. We just wanna give the word a facelift. Tryna find a cure for all the hating. Tryna find a killer for the painting. Tell me what's the good in this debating. So focused on the use like Langston. Should've listened to the views he was saying. Man, why are we abusing our sisters? Need to look into our hearts now. Keep the MRI. They turn a blind eye to the system. That's racism, sexism, censure. Speck in the eye like a splinter. Gotta get the whole law, gotta hit first. I mean, I'm so cognitive, it hurts. Being aware could be scary. If you gon' judge and do it fairly, do I feel love with like barely? Bernstein bears and rich is scary. That's the kind of hugs I lack. Hold my hands and I'll bear thee. Burdens are yours on my back. The idea of canopy is like the canopy in um, the rainforest. There are whole ecosystems that exist because of the covering of the canopy that if it wasn't there, then they would not be able to exist. So the canopy creates 
a home um, and shelter and life for the organisms, the beings that live underneath it. But it also creates darkness and it like blocks out the light um, and it creates isolation from the ecosystems outside of the canopy or above the canopy. So the idea was that I went through like a time of darkness and isolation and separation, but God was actually like creating a home and life for me in that darkness and in that isolation. He was actually protecting me um, from what was outside of that. So it's like sometimes God takes you through that isolation, through that dark place for protection and for life. Lord, you will be done it. Lord, I pray my tongue encourages your little ones to grab my hand and take it. And we gon' make it. And we gon' make it. And we gon' make it. Grab my hand, just take it. And we gon' make it. And we gon' make it. And we gon' make it. We have this idea. We think we come to him in here. But we don't think he's with us out there. And so our security blankets of families... Husbands, wives, alcohol, boyfriends, girlfriends, houses, cars, toys, sex, politics, grades, popularity. They feel closer than that. But they aren't. And they will never say No Big Deal explains the song Suicide Nets. You know I'll catch you when you're falling. I have a lot of friends that deal with like depression and times of darkness and I've dealt with it myself also. I've had people that went to my school, which was a small school, multiple people um, committed suicide due to depression and that darkness. And so I wanted to make a song about that struggle, but infused with the hope of God and Christ, obviously, but also the hope that he provides through his people to maybe make it less lofty and ethereal to people who maybe aren't there yet with their faith or don't don't know God yet. We are agents of God's love. Um, if we're born again, I saw an article about Apple putting suicide nets around their factories. And I didn't know what, it, what a suicide net was. So I looked into it and basically in high stress, jobs or even universities like Cornell has one um, under this bridge, but they put these nets so that when people jump, like they catch people. So the chorus is like from God's perspective, but then the verses are like from a person who would be a suicide net on God's behalf for somebody else. And you can kind of hear that like in the chorus, it's like, won't you fall into my arms? Don't you know that you ain't going to fly yet? So when you jump, I'll be your suicide net. And that's definitely from God's perspective. That's probably like my favorite lyric, the you ain't going to fly yet. Just like that hope that God gives us, like you are going to fly one day, but like not yet. Like this isn't the way, you know what I mean? Like just a loving father, like this is not the way that, because I mean, that's how people feel. Like they feel like I just want to be free from this depression. I just want to be free from this world. And we all have that 
even creation moans and groans for that. Like this world is broken. So that feeling that they have is not necessarily a wrong feeling. It's that they're manifesting it in the wrong way. They found the wrong solution. And God's saying, that's not the way that you fly. You will fly, but that's not the way. So like fall into my, like, I'm going to catch you. Once God calls you a daughter or a son, he is with you. He is happy with you because of Christ and he loves you regardless of your external circumstances. So it might get dark and that isolation um, and that separation might happen and you might feel like, where is God? But he is there and his love is there and it's actually actively happening, even if it seems dark and it seems like you don't know what's going on. So my prayer a lot of the times has been, God, make me more aware of your love. What's happening when I don't feel loved is circumstances or my flesh is getting in the way of me being aware of his love. So I hope that would be the takeaway. And then also just being honest and transparent because you can't get the the help um, from the community of believers that you need unless you're being honest and transparent with where you are and your struggles and your trying. So won't you fall into my arms? Don't you know that you ain't gonna fly? They shiver whenever they speak to the beacon And they know that he got the peace that you seeking He see the bleeding and leaking You see a beast that he feeding He see the key to your freedom He be the strength in your weakness I'll be the shoulder you lean on I'll give you the space like a scene on Frustration like Zetus Lapidus uh, Suicide net caught you falling when you thought you fly Out that high nest but his high nest Gave you life when you want to die Who am I then wasn't righteous Cause of Christ's death I'm alright And now I'm riding by your side with no helmet, that's right or die You know I'll catch you when you're falling And I'ma take all of your burdens, ain't no problem Don't you know that a man is only made for his calling So won't you fall into my arms Don't you know that you ain't gonna fly So when you jump on suicide And he's descending like a dove Like he descended on the sun When father said he was the one Don't you know that it is done Don't you know the battle's won Gave his son for you Now embrace the comforter There's a spirit from above And he's descending like a dove Like he descended on the sun When father said he was Thank you for listening to Testimony A musician story To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit TestimonyStories.com. Until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music.